movie tonight is Nicole. Hi. And Mama K. Hi, everybody. And tonight we are doing While We Were Young, our third Noah Baumbach film. Because we did uh, Squid and the Whale way back over a year ago. We did Marriage Story when it came out last year on Netflix. And now we are doing one of his middle movies, uh, While We're Young. Uh, this can't get is... enough of this guy, huh? Noah Baumbach. I, I am a big fan. <laughs> uh, this is, you know, I don't uh, put this up with his other two movies that I love. But uh, it's still, I, I, I like his, his style. Uh, this stars Ben Stiller, Naomi Watts, Adam Driver, Amanda Seyfried, and Charles Grodin, as well as others. Um, Mama K, mm. have you heard of While We're Young? Not, not, not at all. Do I dare ask Nicole if uh, she has heard of <laughs> While We're Young? Well, you have a 50-50 shot of guessing correctly. I think I have a more than 50% chance based on uh, your typical answers. Yeah, no, I, I never, know. I never saw this. I never heard of it before. I thought it was so, going to yeah. be based on the Winnie Pooh while we were young, but it really is not that at Winnie, all. Winnie the Pooh while we were young. What? There's an A.A. A. Milne story about <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. And I was like... I wish it was that. I, love I was hopeful it. against all odds, but... Yeah, it's yeah. a weird thing to hope this was going to be. No, oh. after you've seen the other two Noah Baumbach films we've done, thinking it would be that is very... I saw the title. I did not see who made the movie. And then I was like... All right, yeah, no, this is not gonna. This is gonna be far uh, from Winnie the Pooh. While we're young, is about a middle-aged couple's career and marriage when it is overturned by a disarming young couple entering their lives. So, if you have not seen While We're Young, it is on Netflix. Uh, yeah, go check it out if you have any interest. We are going to spoil it here now. We are things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Uh, Josh and Cornelia, that is Ben Stiller and Naomi Watts, are a middle-aged couple. Uh, they have a shaky relationship living in New York City. Uh, one of their friends has a kid, uh, like a new, a new baby, and that's kind of how we get kicked off is that uh, they are married. They don't have a, any kids. They've tried before but there's a whole there's a whole lot of backstory about that uh she is a producer of documentaries and he is a struggling documentarian uh though he doesn't want her help or anyone's help and he's been struggling to make his documentary on ira mandelstam uh that leftist intellectual for the past eight years and uh, he is struggling in post-production uh, he is also a professor, and he is one of his classes. He meets a young couple, Jamie and Darby, that is Adam Driver and Amanda Seyfried, uh, and they are very, uh, pretty much textbook hipstery. Uh, the way they live, their the home that they have, the people coming in and out of their lives, the all the way down to what they how they dress. Uh, he is also a uh, up-and-coming documentary filmmaker, and she makes ice cream, as we learn. Uh, <laughs> and so the two, the two older couple, the Josh and Cornelia, start hanging out with hanging out with this younger couple, and it makes them kind of relive their glory days a little bit. And they're all struggling with being in their forties and not having a kid, and all their other friends are having kids, and they don't want to do that necessarily. But you know, they're 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 kind of midlife crisising a little bit here, and uh, we follow the, their story as uh, Adam Driver's character makes his own documentary, and then it becomes more about that later in the film. But uh, that's enough of the starting point. I'll start with Nicole tonight. What did you think of the plot? Well, <laughs> well, it's no squid in the whale. <laughs> 
I, she's not on for Squid in the Whale, but I haven't made her watch that. Oh, uh, I've se- I've seen it one oh, three times, and it's been like three too many times. Um, <laughs> so I can say I don't find myself being quite a fan of Noah Baumbach films. I think they are way over pretentious, and I think Mama Kay will probably agree with me. Um, I think that they are way too rich and they've got too much quirky bullshit in them that makes it so otherworldly. Like I, I cannot get on board with any of these characters, with any of these plot lines, with these people living in New York in these big ass apartments and houses and they're... I'm sorry, but their careers are do, do not reflect that. <laughs> They're an ice cream maker and a failing documentarian, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. The, the whole thing is just way too extra. So I I had trouble following it from the start. Honestly, it's too it's too dry. It was in Marriage Story. It was good. It was a good dry. I liked that one, but. Like this one and Squid and the Whale are very similar in their in how they were made, and the dryness is just so it's 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 like choking me dry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I don't like the whole plot of having this one young guy like man, being so manipulative and. Um, it's, they seem so genuine in the beginning. I was actually like really pissed off that it took a turn and it comes out to be something that, you know, that we weren't expecting. So yeah, I mean, you turned to me pretty early on because you kind of you were kind of like on board for the first I don't know twenty minutes, half hour. I was. And you turned to me. You were like, I really hope this doesn't go. And then you listed off the ways you hope it doesn't go. And I'm like, oh, oh, because I know what happens. <laughs> I've, t- I've seen this before. Oh. I know what happens later on. So uh. <laughs> I, no, I, I know that I know that I said I hope that Jamie and Darby aren't trashy because I like them and it makes me feel like mm-hmm. Brennan and I sometimes <laughs> like I just some of just the way that they acted together and the the quirkiness i was like oh okay i can get with this and then it started to go downhill and i'm like oh no here we go (laughs) um it's not my it's not my thing i don't like these movies unfortunately and i would give it the time of day to see if it was different because marister was so good um even though that came out later but uh i'm gonna give it a two what do you think mama k it's it's really difficult because um, the thing that I don't like about this movie is also the thing that Nicole does not like about this movie is that it's uh, hyper aware, super pretentious, doesn't feel wholly realistic because of the exact things that she was saying. Like if people were really doing these types of things in New York City, they wouldn't have um, their apartments weren't grossly overrated, but they were definitely uh way better than they probably should have been based on the fact that it doesn't appear that Josh has really held down a job in 8 years um and that his wife is producing something but we're really not entirely sure what those things are so it's just another case of people that don't really have jobs but they have a really nice place to live they have really cool We did things. just do uh what was it uh, modern love which is not like this in tone at all but it has the same thing where People live in New yeah. York, but how? <laughs> it's all it's all yeah. a big episode of House Hunters, 
where the people have these ridiculous <laughs> careers and they they're looking for two million dollar homes. Hey, but you guys both like like house hunters, so. uh. Well, but the thing is, is they can never get what they're looking for because they can't afford it. So uh, this is those people, but it's not realistic, I guess. So, you know, I know that I'm dealing with that now when I'm dealing with a Noah Baumbach film. So I have to kind of go in with, uh, okay, I want to like kind of set that aside a little bit because that's already my, that's already my inclination. But then I was reading a little bit about it before I started to watch it. And everybody kept saying this comedy, blah, 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 this comedy. And this movie was not a comedy. This was not funny at all. Oh, um, they were, I lied no, a <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm a couple not. of times during the ayahuasca situation. Um, yes. Uh, and none of those times were be- were because of main characters. The main characters are not funny. I don't know that they're meant to be funny. The young couple go from being sort of sweet, but also you know they're pretentious to start off with. I didn't really fully buy into them. I didn't know they were gonna that the Adam Driver character was gonna be such a manipulative dick, but he turned into one of those. And I see that I can see that happening. I can see that happening very easily in that kind of situation and and you know anything to do with the entertainment business but i did i did like this movie i like the premise of it i like the thought process of it and i have to let all that other stuff go that's all just noise for me and pretend that it's not a noah bombach film because that helps me so uh i'm gonna give the plot of this story a four yeah, based oh. on everyone's reactions, this will probably be the end of our Noah Baumbach journey. As much as I would like to go through everything, everything else I've seen is like 50 times more pretentious than anything we've already watched. And I know you guys <laughs> probably can't even fathom that, but there's, I mean, there, he, he gets, he goes even further up his own ass. Uh, I but can, I enjoy. I feel like he probably, he probably goes down the Woody Allen field, uh, right? Like, oh yeah, like, he's kind of a modern, like his style is a little modern Woody Allen. Of course, I, I like Yeah, his, he's also way too yeah. important for your own self. Sorry. The only thing is, the only person who's more important than Woody Allen is Woody Allen. Yes, in I, Woody I, Allen's I, mind, I, I get the yeah. in his own mind, right? Um, yeah, I yeah. I, 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 did you know that Noah Baumbach was married to Jennifer Jason Leigh? Mm-hmm. He did. I did. Oh, okay. I thought he was with Greta Gerwig. Well, I was. Well, he is now. They they were they were together, and oh. he's with he's with Greta after I think Francis Ha was their first collab. And oh, uh, okay. They're, they are yeah. very right for each other, because they are both extremely in love with themselves, and I guess they can put that past each, put it past each other. Uh, anyway, this is, uh, I, I like the, definitely the first half is really good. Um, yes, I had a very I high ex- The first half is very good. The narrative gets extremely unwieldy, and um, by the time at the end, I'm like, oh, that's what we were doing for the last half hour, because I couldn't, I didn't even know what we were, what the what the point was. Second, this is, I think, my second full time watching it. I think I've watched part of it before. Uh, I, I watched it all the way through once, part of it a second time, and this is like my third time, but second all the way through. And I always get lost when when Adam Driver starts to be like it's obvious that he's a dick because at the beginning it's, it's, it feels like, you know, this couple and they're reliving and they're, you know, they're going through midlife crisis and now they're hanging out with these young people and she's doing the dance class and he's getting that fedora and riding the old bikes with Adam driver. And they're, <laughs> they're doing just, you know, all the, all the like staple hipster things. And the, there truly the, becomes no story after a while. I totally agree. It gets so lost. It's just like, it's just like four people now living couple days that we're watching them do something and it's like what what is the point of all this it doesn't have one i think it's getting us ready for the big for the twist and the and 
and his sort of meltdown, the uh, yeah Josh's meltdown. But I, I to to Nicole's credit, I did not get that the first time watching this. I understand it more this oh. time because I knew it was coming. But I mm-hmm. like by the time we get to the end, I don't I don't understand the the like the half hour to get there is if you don't know what the end is going to be, it does it just feels like a bunch of nonsense. Um, I remember turning to you, I said, "What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what is?" I think here? I think at the party because you thought there. I went later on. There's a party sequence where. Uh, Adam Driver showing his film for the first time, and the investors there, and uh, the dad's there, and the and the wife is there, and he walks in like out of nowhere, and you're like, "Oh, this is a weird dream sequence." I'm like, "No, this is <laughs> this is what's actually just happening." He's like, "What? Why oh, is wait, his wife there?" When she comes out and she's smoking the cigarette, I'm like, "When did this? Yeah, when you, did this turn?" So happen? <laughs> there is a lot of stuff. Sense to me. It it all it made, made sense to me. It makes sense to me now. The second time, I, the first time I was confused, like Nicole, um, but I I don't. I think it wraps up nicely. Like I like the end that we not the end end the one year later end that that's a little eh. but yeah. the end of the end of the actual narrative where they're at the event for Josh Groden and uh, they they he confronts Adam Driver that all I like all that the it, we, we get really I think we get really messy in the second act to get to that point and I understand it more this second time but it's still not a strength of the movie for me I'm I'm gonna give the plot like a three actually uh, the things I like about this movie which it sounds like maybe you guys don't are the characters so i'll go back to you mama k what do you think of these characters i do like the characters and i actually oh, like okay i'm i i do i'm not particular fan of i mean i i like to watch ben stiller and some really lowbrow stuff like night at the museum and tower heist yeah really bad <laughs> i like him in really bad movies because he's just he's almost like a saving grace in them but then when he's in other films like i didn't like him in something about mary i don't it's not that i don't like him in this movie but he is particularly unlikable by design uh so i think it's a great match for him in this movie oh he's Um, in a lot of noah bombach films as a protagonist and he is a very he is very good for what noah bombach wants to do there's a movie he's in called greenberg and that is the most unlikable movie i've ever seen in my life it's so unlikable and he's the protagonist in that i don't want to get the feeling that that we're what you're what we're watching is actually ben stiller but i feel like maybe what we're watching is actually (laughs) ben stiller it's possible um and i don't i don't know that i feel that about any of the other characters i think adam driver in this is a little uh out of his element he's playing it a little hard um and that ending while i like the thought of the ending not again not the one year later part that i didn't love but the other part where mm-hmm. it actually ends i swear to god i was waiting for him to like flip out a light lightsaber cuz he had that same kylo ren <laughs> look on his face like it was a huge, you know, it was going to be, that. I know, wouldn't that <laughs> like have been great? Liked it. <laughs> yeah, it would have been just like, yes, thank you. I appreciate that. We all appreciate that. Um, because the way that he was moving, the movement of his body was very <laughs> Kylo Ren, high-waisted pants, no shirt kind of situation. Yeah, it um, never crossed my mind, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you just don't know where to look, uh, clearly. Um <laughs> So, what? Wait, what was the question? Um, yeah. So <laughs> characters, you, yeah. Show one fifty uh, same... or whatever we're on. Still don't know the, the order. <laughs> <laughs> and um, wow, I can't think of the name of the female lead. Cornelia is Naomi Watts, and Darby Naomi is Watts. Okay, Fred. all I could yeah. think of was Sienna Miller, and I know that wasn't right. Um, 
Naomi Watts is is good, but all the women I think in Noah Baumbach movies are always just lost because he doesn't really care about them. It's not written them. for them. It's not. It is for not them written for them. I don't know that it's written for women to watch and appreciate because all the women are all. What was the word that he used in this movie for? Or Amanda Seyfried said it um, that there are a pass or not a pass something. Um, I don't remember what the word was, and then. Um, when she was describing just, what women are to him, to Adam Driver's character. Yeah, and that's what I feel like all women are to Noah Baumbach. And even in this movie, it's sort of like, it's really about the story of the two guys and how one is manipulating the other. And I mean, they're both manipulative in, in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. The thing about um, Josh is that he is just, you know, he's almost the the way that he's portraying the way that that character is being portrayed by Noah Baumbach is that he is so ridiculously um, tied up in this pro this eight year project that he can't get out of his own way, and it's because he's so self centered that he's like that. And I'm like, dude, you know, mirror, hello. And then then there and then the other characters, sort of the the um, the other adam driver character is sort of the flip side of that probably exactly what uh josh was when he was 25 you know i think that they're just looking Mm -hmm. back and even though they're different kind of people because one's one generation and one's another generation i think those are exactly the kind of people that they were you're looking at the same kind of people um i'm bummed that the two women characters were kind of were so throwaway i mean naomi watts was definitely more important than uh the amanda seyfried character i think uh, my favorite part about her is that she was making ice cream. I think that's fun and amazing, <laughs> but she couldn't even have that. He had to design the ice cream label for her. It's like, let her have something, for God's sakes, just one thing. Um, he put it in the movie for no. her, so that was nice of him. Yeah, but I mean, like, they couldn't have, you know, Naomi Watts couldn't have a baby, so she's useless. Uh, this other person can only make ice cream, so she's fairly useless. Uh, yeah, I don't know how Greta Gerwig stays with him, honestly, because well, if you, they you must haven't seen really Francis live separate ha, lives. That's the only, unless you have. Francis Ha is the only I haven't. female protagonist uh, Noah Baumbach film, I think. And actually, I, I don't, that, that movie bores the crap out of me, actually. But uh, it's, yeah, I mean, no, he, no, his, because it's about the women a woman character. Or- because it's not a, it's just a boring story. It's about Greta Gerwig being Greta Gerwig, and like that's it. And I, I don't, I, I like her, I like her much more when she makes her own stuff, like like Ladybird. Yeah, Ladybird's good. Um, well, Ladybird's kind yeah. of the, the woman version of a Noah Baumbach film. It is, but you don't feel like you're being like taken on this solo journey of. It's, I don't know. I guess when you're a woman, it's different watching that because when you're a woman watching this, all I can think of is. Oh God! Do I need to watch another movie made made by a man, particularly this man, because this man is all about this man? So <laughs> it's really fucking irritating, Brennan. Jesus, um, I, mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I like his movie, <laughs> I, and I don't. And 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 it's not like I don't. I mean, this the story is interesting. It just irritates the fuck out of me. So I get tired of like I just want to. <laughs> punch both of them in the face and when they're i want the sword fight i want them to lightsaber it up at the end and just kill each other that'd be a much better ending no, even uh, this is his it's very straight even the ayahuasca scene which is the trippy scene or whatever in a, in a movie yeah. is still played pretty played pretty straight like he doesn't or the the, the scene that nicole thought was going to be a dream sequence is it's actually just how what things are <laughs> happening so yeah no lightsaber yeah. fights it's, uh, it's all very 
this no world. i was i was expecting more actually out of the ayahuasca scene than it was it was incredibly long and i thought for sure we would have oh. more uh point of view situations than we did i think at that point it, that was just to create conflict between the the married characters i think at that point yeah. to to show to show those those breaking points and the cracks in their relationships um so yeah, I mean, he does good characters for the things that he knows, i.e. men, and the women get the shaft, just like they did in Marriage Story. So I'm <laughs> going to give the characters, no, characters a two and a half. He has good woman characters yeah. in Marriage Story. No. They're just not likable. But no one, one good, no one, one no good one woman is. character. No. I don't even know which one you mean. Uh, Laura, right, the, the therapist. Oh, the so one who won Scarlet. an Oscar. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was really. We're not rehashing Marriage Story. That's a great movie. Uh, Nicole, <laughs> um, I took these characters strictly at like face value. I didn't. I can't even bring myself to look deeper into these characters because I really don't care. Just to be <laughs> upfront, I do not care about them at all. I do not because you don't believe what's happening. Absolutely not. I don't have one single fuck to give about these people. They're all very pretentious. <laughs> They're all very annoying. It's probably the worst part for me because I just can't, I can't grab onto any of these people. I, I like them. I like the young couple in the beginning for a brief amount of time because like I said earlier, I like the quirkiness and they seemed like they were really going to be interesting. And then it just all fucking went to shit because then you got disappointed. Oh my God. When like the, like the whole idea of what jamie is doing just makes no sense to me i mean it does it it logistically does but it just is, why is this a plot of a movie <laughs> it's so boring it's terrible to me i feel bad for the women characters in this also i totally agree because i feel like they are given not just like throwaway lines but they are given throwaway things to do nobody mm -hmm. cares it doesn't sound it doesn't seem like anybody cares that this woman can't have a baby we don't get that till the very end when they finally decide to adopt after x amount of years of her not being able to have a child like why why wasn't it her choice before to do this um also brings me into their friends uh the woman that always plays the annoying s sister or whatever <laughs> fucker her name is same character in every freaking movie she's in She's yeah, so annoying too. Maria, Maria, something. Marina. Like, yeah. yeah. Same character every time. She's so one-dimensional. It's a shame. But like, I, I'm really pulling for things to say because I don't like any of these people. I do love Ben Stiller in Night at the Museum too. I'm just saying. Also, <laughs> Night at the Museum too. But... Yeah, Night at the Museum one. No, you also love him. Also, I do like Night at the Museum too. But the OG is the best one. But that's the type of role he's fit for to me. Also. I can't take him seriously in something like this. And I feel I feel so bad for Amanda Seyfried's character because she obviously has things to say and she obviously has some sort of, you know, trauma in her life from her mother get having being ill and everything and it all gets taken away from her. And it's such a shame to see because well, I I wanted to like her character so much. I did. But I felt so bad for her because her her boyfriend was so demeaning to her. And it was just so horrible to see. Naomi Watts' character was very throwaway to me. I did not like her at all. She just was meh. Um, but I, I'll 
leave it at that. I don't like the characters. I really don't. I'll give them a two for effort. Uh, I completely disagree on Ben Stiller as a, in a career. I don't like when he's in broad comedies at all, ever. Like I, people love Zoolander. That is one of my least favorite like popular comedies ever. That movie is so yeah. Bad. I don't love Zoolander I, either. It's what about dodgeball. Okay, he's good in dodgeball. I'll give dodgeball you dodgeball. Dodgeball is pretty good. <laughs> but that's but that but that feeds into something that I do like about Ben Stiller. Is I like to hate Ben Stiller. I really like to not like him. And he, he this uh, what's the Wes Anderson movie? The Royal Tenenbaums, then. Reality Bites. Oh, every time I think of Ben Stiller as like one of the main characters, he's kind of he's a total dick, and I like to hate him and this is a perfect example of i like to hate ben stiller and all the way to the end he's our protagonist but he doesn't even like really win he he has realizations at the end but he still is like on the losing end and that's good for me because i love adam driver's character in this i he's my favorite character i i love how like sweet it's it's part of the reason the plot is hard to get in the second half because he's such a smooth talker i don't realize he's a bad guy until the very end i never like I, in the what? first time anyway i don't like i don't what? I'm, I'm lost at like and he's not even no, no, really no. That, as soon as he goes and sees the father after they have lunch together well first of all we both know they're bad yeah. guys when when neither one of the millennials tries to fight over the bill when they have dinner that's the oh, very God, first that's thing yeah that, that's a good that's a good sign like when josh is always saying how selfless they are but then they never pay for the bill that's a good way they to, never pay for it they never that. offer and right. as soon as he went as soon as he said oh i'm gonna go use the bathroom and then leave and then he goes over to talk to his father-in-law i knew right then that he was a he was a schmo i don't know how so. they could even pay because neither of them have fucking jobs <laughs> But he has like a record a collection though. that's about five million dollars. No lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they got they have rich parents that put put, put them put no. them up. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, they're, I, I, they're orphans. Even if he's the even if he's the the bad guy and like he does nefarious things, I never dislike him. I he smooth he smooth talks me all the way through, all the way to the end. And like his cardinal sin is. He, he played around with the facts in the documentary to make it more interesting. And really, that upsets Josh so much because he's like all about the process. But his movie he's trying to make is a six and a half hour piece of garbage about a really <laughs> uninteresting guy being up his own asshole, which is, of course, what all the, all the movies are going to be about in, in Noah Baumbach's discography. Er- his catalog but uh but he's i ma- like he's manipulative too the, he he manipulates his um friend who's the editor by never paying oh, yeah. him i mean he, it's not that he's you know in, i don't know it, it, they always he's also they, you know, when he's also fine to... with going all they're also selfish everyone y- yes oh they're all self- selfish they're more self-centered than selfish and i think they they're they're more require others around them to to do things their way as opposed to just doing what they i guess adam driver's character is closer to selfish than self-centered although he's also self-centered but but yeah ben stiller is also he's fine with the ruse because remember with the the diner when he's like oh the discovery scene do that again right and just you know so he's fine with going on the ruse when right. he's in on it but he doesn't like it when it's been turned on him and that's when he gets on his on his high horse saying how the, the process is all wrong and then i like i like charles Grove at the end's like eh, it's not that big a deal it's a, it's a it's a good movie it's not even what it's about anyway so whatever and you know he i get the idea that he he was a, he was just like them except he was more adam driver because he succeeded where ben stiller is a complete failure uh yeah right. fine the women characters in this get brushed to the side uh they that happens uh in in, in some of his movies now i don't think i disagree on marriage story and squid in the way i think the, the women characters in those are are 
have a lot more going on. Um, but yeah, Cornelia gets a little a little shafted. Though I still like her character. I like seeing like whenever she's on screen, I'm 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 into what's happening. If it's the ba- the baby when they go to the baby daycare or whatever, and they're singing the songs, and it becomes like a horrible nightmare world for her, and she has to escape the room. I like that. Uh, you know, there's a couple of good montages in here. We'll get into in visual and sound. Uh, Amanda Seyfried has the least to do of the, of the four. She's kind yeah. of a tool. She's she's a tool for the filmmaker and a tool for Jamie and a, kind of just a, an object in the movie. But uh, I love Jamie and I like hating Josh a lot. So uh, I will give the characters. I think I'll give him a four. I think I'm gonna give him a four. Um, super solid for me. Uh, the visual and sound. Back to you, Nicole. What do you think for that? I mean. Th- a third of this movie escapes me anyway, so I really I might be missing out on something wonderful. But I'm telling you, after after watching an hour of this, I was done for. I was done because it just wasn't. <laughs> it's not my taste, and I can't make myself sit through something so pretentious. And it's just so frustrating. Um, <laughs> I really have nothing to say, honestly. I saw this yesterday, and I cannot remember for the life of me probably a third of the scenes. So I, I, I am going to say one because I don't know. I have a lot to extrapolate here. There's a big suitcase to, I don't know how to do this right, but I don't know whether it's filmmaking so much as, first of all, I love New York and I love when you're watching New York. I think that that's always a big winner centerpiece whenever you're shooting there. Um, so that's always a bit of a character that helps out. And I do, I like, the way especially in the first half of the movie the way these people get fleshed out and i like the way that he helps us do that and he does that by visuals and also through music when uh you're talking about the baby class that she goes to well she decides that's not for her definitely so then she goes to you know a hip-hop class with Mm -hmm. um with amanda seyfried's character and even though she thinks that's for her it is clearly not for her because we see her try to imitate uh, the the dance moves and it really looks not right from her. Uh, she does a great job selling that. Um, and I don't think I mentioned that enough in characters. I think that Naomi Watts did a, I, I think she was actually stellar in the performance that she gave because she did not have a ton to work with. And I think she did a great job with every, every scene that she was in. Yeah. She I sells the material really, really well. Yeah, she totally, you know, she 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 became that character and I believed uh out of everybody I believed her 100%. And again, there you know, his filmmaking is is I don't know, I don't find it like super uh monumental, but it's always engaging with the you know, with the exception of he missed out on the lightsaber scene, but it really was interesting the way he he did that scene that was like no other scene in the movie where the there was like this weird dance going on between them and you know anything could have happened at that point he could have pulled a gun i mean it was like anything i felt i was like ready for all of it i was ready for all of it i don't even Um, know what scene you're talking about the scene at the end of the movie when after uh when they're the charles groden is getting the award and they can hear all of that being uh over you know talking over there's the scene where josh and Jamie are, uh, you know, hashing it out and they're in sort of like a weird, I don't know. Like an atrium weird, or something. Yeah, hallway or whatever it is. It's a big and, room. I don't know, know what it is, but yeah. It's a huge room and there's no one there but them and Jamie he screams, I'm old or whatever the fuck he screams. <laughs> <laughs> he screams, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like that, defin- that, that description of that scene. 
the scene where he screams, I'm old! And the echoes. <laughs> well, we found Nicole's favorite part. <laughs> it's only part and uh, yeah, and and the music that the, that's going on throughout is is good. I like all that. Um, I was happy to hear Paul McCartney and Wings at the very very end, which um, was that's fun for me. Um, I don't know. I think Brennan, you're gonna have to fill in the filmmaking part. I'm guessing, uh, but I did like it. I like the way that it was shot. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I think the key word you said in there is engaging. His it's a very he's a pretty minimalist filmmaker. He doesn't have all these big giant <laughs> what's that, what's that? That was okay, the well, <laughs> Nicole screaming that while watching this. I can't watch this anymore. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. Uh, yeah, a, a couple of times we were like, we were like, uh, we were like, we were we'd be more like the the married couple with the kid, and we're in our twenties. So like, yeah, well, because time, we're time to go we're like the same age as Jamie and Darby in this, and I don't not I don't connect with them as much as I connect with the other ones. <laughs> with the old and people. I feel I mean I feel the opposite not that I feel the opposite because I know my life looks a lot more like you know Josh's and Cornelia terrible name you know I'm like I can totally dig on making my own desk and having a bunch of albums that sounds great I'm thinking about the ayahuasca scene and I know I wouldn't be sitting there chit-chatting with people after I just took a hallucinogen I'd be like balled up on the floor like Ben Stiller was. Like, there was no way that I would ever be fine like they were. Yeah, so I... To, 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 to the filmmaking part. Um, the <laughs> Everything is shot very... Like, you, you've, you've, you've said, the ayahuasca scene, it could have been like, whoa, isn't this a crazy drug thing? Like a fear and loathing style. And it's not at all. It's played extremely yeah. straight. Even the stuff that's like supposed to be weird, like when she kisses Adam Driver thinking it's it's her husband, it's like, it's so barely like hidden that it's boring. not him. And it, it, it's <laughs> boring. It's the thing is, I don't think, I don't <laughs> think his film, it's, I point to things like in Marriage Story, that one scene where they yell at each other in the room and it's the best scene in the whole movie and it's one of the best scenes he's ever made. Sometimes he just needs people in a room and a couple of like basic shots and it doesn't need to be super creative. Got a couple good montages in here. I always give a montage points. The soundtrack is good. I quite enjoy all the songs in here. Uh, I don't have details to pick out as far as like things that stand out because I don't think he makes it that way, but I don't, it doesn't feel, it doesn't ever feel like uh, flat or unengaging. I guess Nicole disagrees on the engaging No, it's part, very engaging. Yeah, I flow with it uh he the cut the cuts are quick too a lot of times he'll cut between scenes and throw you into the next thing immediately there's not a lot of downtime there um even if the scenes are long the cuts to the next thing are quick um i, I like the filmmaking aspect of this uh it's not stellar it's not his, even his best work but I'll, i'm with mama k at, at a three five um so let's talk about this ending which we've kind of already talked about uh josh realizes after going back and talking with um the the, the veteran guy that they interviewed earlier finds out that basically jamie has played around with a lot of the facts like his backstory is really darby's backstory that he's that he's used and he knew that the guy was a vet before the whole thing 
was kicked off and he a lot of basically a lot of his filmmaking is staged and despite josh being a horrible hypocrite with all that he's like that's not real filmmaking you don't uh, that's, you can't do that that's he's, he, he uses everyone it's not cool and uh so he's gonna go to the event of his father-in-law uh, charles groden uh the the experienced documentarian great. I love he is great he, he, oh yeah he's so good in the i love his one scene it's right before this when he he shits on uh, Ben Stiller's movie and he's like, "You're supposed to be uncomfortable watching." He's like, "I wasn't uncomfortable. I was I was bored. <laughs> it's six and a half hours yeah. long. Nothing happens." <laughs> and he, he's like, "Well, maybe your boredom is a uh, defense for your uh, uncomfortableness." I, I love that is such a good um, line from Ben Stiller's character because I, I that encompasses how I sometimes feel like that. Sometimes it's like you're not bored, you're un- you're uncomfortable and you just don't get it, man. I feel that sometimes, but I try not to ever do that cuz it's horribly pretentious. Um and so yeah, they have the the, the, the face off, but Josh and Jamie have the face off in the big room where he screams, "I'm old." <laughs> um, not exactly like that, but uh, I am he has, old! but he has that realization and uh then he confronts Jamie at the table and the wife's there, Charles Jones, everyone's there uh except for except for Darby. Darby's out. Just Darby's another out. embarrassing moment. For- from Ben Stiller in a movie. Yep, another embarrassing moment. I, I love it because I love that Charles Grunt's like, eh, I don't, I don't care about any of that. You're, you're, it's still a good movie, so it's fine. And then that's when uh, he they go out on the st- uh, uh, Josh and Cornelia go out on the steps, uh, and it's, it's their reconciliation. They haven't been reconciled for this part. Uh, then we do the one year later flash forward, which is Josh and Cornelia are getting dropped off at the airport because they're gonna go adopt a baby, a baby in Haiti. Uh, not a bit. Yep. Haby and Beatty. Uh, and Josh finds an article in a magazine. Uh, it's talking all about how Jamie is a filmmaking genius. And, uh, you know, they've kind of matured a little bit toward they were a year ago. He's like, he's not evil. He's just young. I don't really love that line, but I get I get what they're saying. Uh, and they stare at a kid playing with an iPhone the way they stared at uh, the parents talking about the baby in the beginning of the movie. So that's the uh, little extra ending we get there. Uh, it's whose turn? I think it's probably the case. Back to you. What do you think of the resonance and feel? Can we? T- I want to talk about how the guy from Million Dollar Listing New York wound up in this movie. Who? Which guy? I don't know what that, who that is. He's the guy who they were trying to get the funding from for oh. uh, that Ben Stiller oh. was trying to get the funding from. He shows Dude, bro, up in like hedge, man- a- hedge fund manager. Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy from Million Dollar Listing New York. I'm watching it going, <laughs> what is happening? Why is there a Bravo what? character on this in this movie? And it's sort of like he's this he is that guy, like that's the guy. He what you saw in that movie is that guy. It's very that's strange. That's so funny. So for me, that's actually going to have some cuz I'm I hate, you know, I'm admitting it right now, but Bravo is my channel, so um Yikes. that was fun for me. Big that was a big mm-hmm. Thanks for that, Noah Bombach. I appreciate it. I think he's probably in this movie, though, before he was on Bravo. But anyway, Residence and Feel. You know, I hate to say this because this is going to ruin it for one person and make another person happy right now. But these stupid Noah Bombach films are kind of growing on me a little bit. Oh, my bit. God. Yeah. I know. Convert. <laughs> Convert. I know. It's not that I'm going to have any difference of opinion and how I feel like he represents men and women and how he's so uh egocentric that it's painful um the thing that i am that is going to live with the me with this movie that i think as i'm watching it i'm starting to remember about all the other movies is that all of his characters must either say i or me or some form of that 
about 60% of the time, because even when there's a conversation going on, it's hardly ever a conversation. It's mainly two people just talking about their own life and their own opinion. And they might just happen to both be talking about ice cream. But it's one guy saying, you know, growing up, I really like chocolate chip. And then I moved on to, you know, uh, I don't know, Jamocha almond fudge. And the other person's like, yeah, ice cream, my favorite ice cream. It's never what's your favorite ice cream. Wasn't that a no part one of never- the movie itself? Didn't they make that point? Josh at one point says why he at the beginning when Jamie and Darby are are portrayed as likable, uh, he says he likes them because they ask questions and they seem to actually listen, whereas no one else in their life does, including each other. Yeah, but I don't think I don't even know that that's true. I don't feel that way about them in the beginning of the movie. I feel I've about either pair of characters and and it doesn't change for me because it feels that was the only that's the thing that really didn't ring true for me with the young couple is that they were a little too. That seemed contrived. Their interest in one another seemed a little bit contrived. She was always way more interested in what he was doing than he was interested in what she was doing. He's like, I blah, 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 blah. By the way, she makes some ice cream. And blah, 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 blah <laughs> about me. And then there's me. And I don't know if you've seen me or have talked to myself, but it's me. Um, yes. And this is even when they're talking. yeah but that's that's a constant in his movies and i think if he could kind of get over that a little bit it might be easier to you know digest a little bit Uh, maybe he's not a grown-up yet which is really possible well you know he says he said that squid and the whale is the closest thing he's made to an autobiography movie from the point of he's one of the kids that those were his parents so if you if you grew up in the squid and the whale house this is the kind of stuff you're gonna make (laughs) Yeah, but at some point, you you can't keep, like, revisiting that in your life. You've got to grow up and be responsible and do responsible. Marriage Story is pretty close to that. That's his most mature film. I don't think it is, because I think the only time that they're really talking to one another, that they're talking to one another, that it's not Scarlett Johansson trying to understand um, Adam Driver's character. The only time they're talking to one another is when they're shouting at each other in the scene that everybody loves. Otherwise... It's all about, everybody is super all about themselves. And I really think that that might just be the life that he lives. And I guess if you can get away with that and people will give you money to make movies about it and write about it, you know, maybe, maybe Nicole, maybe we're missing the boat here. Maybe that's really how people live. And we just don't know that. Mm. Maybe that's what it looks like in New York. And, and our version of reality is more like, I don't know, the Bronx or, or, Staten Island. We really care too much about other people. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, I. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I really, I have the lowest empathy of the of the show. So maybe that's why I relate to this character. You're also, you're also the guy, and I'm also the dude. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's how that that's how that is. But I'm mad. I'm a little bit mad at this. I'm I'm mad about the way I feel about it because I'm mad that he's he's good at this, and it's I shouldn't be. wanting to watch this because this is oh it makes me so mad everything about it makes me mad uh god what do i give this as a number because it's like fluctuating between a one and a five um i guess i have to give it i i gotta give it i'm gonna think about this one for a little bit i'm gonna give it a four nicole i mean i don't know maybe it's just me missing the the point of these movies but i have all i have to say is i do not care about anybody in any of his films i really do not care i don't know why these these people are made to be so important i don't know why that that his movies are so pretentious and 
are made for us to believe that these people are so wonderful and so great and we need to enjoy them. I don't, I don't, li- I don't <laughs> like that idea. We need to enjoy them. <laughs> you <laughs> must enjoy these, us. <laughs> who are these people and why do, why are we expected to care so much about any of them is what I'm getting out of these movies that he makes. Like, these people are all successful white people in every movie that he's made that I've seen and I'm supposed to be sitting here like wow these are what I these people's lives are what I aspire my life to be and that's not the case at all it's quite annoying I don't I don't care about any of these people and I don't care about the storyline in this I don't care that Ben Stiller is failing at his job he maybe he just fucking sucks and his wife sucks (laughs) And she also, has, it's not really a job. It's just I don't even know what it is. But these people are sad. They have sad lives, and <laughs> he tries to he tries sad. to he tries to skew it and make it seem like this is something we should want to have because they are are so high and mighty in their lives. And it's just it's it, it's the total opposite effect for me. I can't stand any of these people and I don't ever want to be like them and I don't want to see their lives because I don't care about them. So that being said, <laughs> um, <laughs> this movie is actually really boring otherwise. <laughs> if you took out I, if you took out the people and you look at the story and you it's it's married couple and younger couple and one of them gets mad at the other because they are are becoming better than what they were and the the younger the younger man doesn't respect his girlfriend and that's what i get out of this and i'm like how is this supposed to be entertaining it's not enjoyable the story is not there for me um i can think of so many people that if i were to tell them to watch this they would say what that was boring and i think it's because (laughs) the way that he makes his movies is specific to someone like brennan that enjoys reading between the lines and just you know deciphering deciphering exactly um what the director's motives were and that's a specific type of person that likes something like this and then i don't think that the masses will enjoy it as much as somebody who actually does like to to take a look deeper into things um surface this is so terrible um so i'm gonna give it a one Oh, I thought you were gonna one half it, but I wow. don't know if I was allowed to give zero. So, wow, you give zero to National Treasure Book of Secrets, and then you recommended it in the next breath. So I don't know what your I don't know what your this is why people need to listen because Nicole is like legitimately unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, I always call just the wild being, card, but okay. I think Nicole might be the true wild card on here. Um, <laughs> I I like his movies are about. You know, stuffy, not not stuffy, uh, elitist, intellectual people who think they're really important and everything they says is going to be written in all the philosophy journals and they'll be studied for years and years. But they're not too mainstream where the, the mouth breathers like them, only, only, other, only their high class peers will understand and accept their work all his movies are about writers and and stage play people and and uh, this is you know documentarians in this one it's always high intellectual people who God, are really my eyes really so, hard right now. Really so I important too. you know and i i, don't I enjoy think high them. intellect is comes into it i don't feel like that's an intellect thing i think it's a self-importance that's oh, no, because because they read a lot and they know about about that doesn't about mean they're intellectual because they read a lot 
It, that's what they think it. But they think it. It does. They think uh, he because thinks having a six and a half hour movie about a really boring, slightly autistic guy, but not a fun kind of autistic, as he specifically points out, uh, talking about uh, communism and so, and the about America or whatever he's saying. He thinks that is will make him respected and interested by other people he finds interesting. And he thinks, he thinks that makes him really important and smart and, and, you know, great. And he will go down in history as a great philosopher of some sort. That's what they all want. That's what everyone wants in all his movies. And I like watching those people talk to each other. And, you know, <sighs> in the background, Nicole's right. They're miserable. They're not, no one's happy in any of his yeah. movies either. They are all wallowing and they're not in misery. Talking to e- they're not talking to each other. They're just doing no, exposition. Oh, they're all they're just doing to... exposition constantly. It's four, it's four autobiographies, essentially, just like put yeah. together, and they don't mesh at all. It's it's made by snobs a... for snobs. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> like, and I and I guess I fall in that category because I enjoy uh, most of his movies to a degree. There are some that are even too much for me, but this is not like like Greenberg. I, that's oh, I would never make anyone watch that. That is. I want to, but I, will, I won't do that. Uh, yeah, my residence of feel is going to be in like a solid four. This is not a Squid and the Whale or Marriage Story caliber for me. This is like clearly his bronze. Um, I've seen, I, th- I think I've only missed one of his mo- like really early movies, but um, at a certain point it gets too much for me. This is uh, before that, though. I like this quite a bit. And we are at the end here. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, would you recommend uh, the while we're, while we're young? No. Alright, uh, I'm going to give mine now and say it's a yes, because I'm not sure what Mama K is. Mama K, are you going to recommend while we're young? I was waiting for Nicole to give it a National Treasure thumbs up. You know. <laughs> oh, there Zero. was no way. There was no Zero plus out. Yes, watch this Maybe movie. if the movie stopped after 20 minutes, she would have <laughs> given it a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can I do like a halfway recommend? You know, Watch it through this point. No, it's a recommend. First of for a couple of reasons. Uh, oh, God, what is wrong with me? It's early Early Adam Driver, and I think it reads early Adam Driver, and I think if you're a yeah. fan, and a lot of people are, uh, this is going to be your cup of tea for sure. And and there is, and Noah Baumbach does have a a following of sorts, and they're going to like this movie too. Uh, I'm going to recommend it. I don't know that I'm going to actually recommend it to anyone, but um, to the audience that listens to us, I think that they would get something out of it. I think a movie, also, uh, movie podcast listener in on like this. Yeah, weigh in on whether you think that Kylo should have totally pulled the lightsaber out Dude, at that, that last That would have changed things dramatically. So that good. That would have been amazing. High yes. pants. Underneath, High underneath pants. that big leather jacket he had on. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been terrible. I would have not enjoyed. Um, I, I guess I'll... Uh, I mean, yeah, I would enjoy, but not the same way. You're lying. <laughs> I just want to read uh, the critical consent. I'll leave us with the critical consensus of 84% based on 204 reviews of Rotten Tomatoes. And it reads, poignant and piercingly honest. While we're young, finds writer-director Noah Baumbach delivering some of his funniest lines through some of his most relatable characters. Can so somebody please quote you go, a that's... funny line to me? One funny line. Quote I... one funny line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've, I've heard it's not, than he that. doesn't even say that. He says, "I am an old man." He doesn't scream, <laughs> "I'm old." <laughs> I am an old man. Uh, I, I, That's not funny. That's, it there is, is funny. nothing funny in this movie. Sorry, the, the, the little back and forths with each other are funny. There are no back and forths. It's just people saying stuff. 
the one guy, the one shaman in at the ayahuasca scene says something that maybe is sm- you could smile at it. I don't remember what. It yeah, was, but it so wasn't even fun. It was something. Right? It it was something that was supposed to be funny, Nicole, but it still wasn't He's funny. Out, so no, taking out his pontoon boat or something corny. Yeah. I think maybe the girl, I don't think it was even funny. It was a clever scene. The girl in the ayahuasca ski- scene where she stole his bucket. And then he's like, oh, that's my that bucket that you're puking. Me, me vomit. He's like, that's my bucket you're puking into. And she's like, I'm puking out your stuff. And I'm like, that's yeah. a really good line, but it's not funny. Ugh. This movie's that's not funny. funny. It is funny. not funny. There's nothing funny about it. So that, but I'm is, still recommending it. But that's it's not why we're young. I think we're probably gonna, unless he makes something new later on that comes in theaters. I think we're gonna put Thought to rest Noah Bombach for a little bit. Well, I can't have Jess because I can't imagine what if it was you, me, and Jess. I can't even imagine what I would have to fight in this review. Thankfully, Mama K begrudgingly acknowledges the 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 work. So I I. I don't do it begrudgingly. It. It's somehow charmed me, and I hate myself for it. I hate myself so much right now. I, I have so much self loathing. Okay, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> I don't want to say I hate you, okay. <laughs> but I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm not I mad. Know. I'm just disappointed. I know. I'm gonna go drink after this. There's just no I can't not. So Alright, well, theaters maybe this month. Who knows? Uh if not, we're gonna keep streaming forever. So if you want to recommend anything <laughs> to us, I got a few new recommendations and uh try to make sure it's streaming on a major streaming service so we can get to it. We like to do stuff that's available to everybody. Uh but yeah, please keep sending your recommendations, even if it's not available now. I put them on a list, so it is being counted. Uh films with the women in my life on Facebook. You can reach out to me. I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. On Twitter, we are at Films Women Pod, and you can email the show Films with the Women at at gmail.com thank you guys for doing while we're young okay listen up y'all need to wear your masks so we can get back to the theaters that's all i got to say yeah, yeah we, we are a squarely pro mask so so you know i'm sorry yeah. for people who aren't except you know, no not really wear masks not to get political uh, this is political as we get <laughs> uh, yeah we don't get that's a bad as as close as we get so until next yeah. time this is brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.